Welcome to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. Your connection to all the latest industry trends, insights, and points of view on the mortgage market from Freddie Mac leaders and other industry experts. We'll be coming at you from the 2020 Freddie Mac Connect Conference, where you can catch exclusive episodes throughout the event. Welcome to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Liz McGavro. The global economy is changing all around us, and despite the uncertainty our country still faces, everyone from fintech companies and lenders to local governments and real estate professionals are adapting to serve homeowners and potential buyers during this uncertain time. While current hardships are enormous, new opportunities still exist. Valuation methods and supporting digital tools are being advanced in a major way. Experts estimate that this crisis is advancing the digital move by five years, speed motivated by need. At Freddie Mac, we've been working toward digitizing the mortgage process for several years. Digitization makes information easier to preserve, access, and share. Automation reduces operational cost and minimizes potential for human error, and they give our clients a competitive edge. From expanding ACE, our automated collateral evaluation tool, to offering the ability for an appraiser to complete an exterior-only appraisal, this episode discusses the changes and the digital tools that we've leveraged to support valuations. And I'm pleased to have with me today, Tanya D'Elia, our Vice President of Collateral in the Single Family Division, and Danny Wiley, Senior Director with our Single Family Property Valuation. Welcome both. Thanks. Thank you. So I'd love to just jump in and start with Danny and hear what kind of impact COVID-19 has really had on appraisers and the appraisal industry. It's been a rough six months. So can you tell us a little bit about what they're experiencing? That's a big one to start with, right? Uh, Way more impacts than we could possibly cover in a short uh, podcast, but let me touch maybe on a couple of them. I think for the appraisers, there are two kind of really big ones. And the first one may seem obvious, but it was just a heightened sense of personal safety, right? How, How do you carry out your job and stay safe? And then from more on the appraiser side, uh, adjusting to completing appraisals in cases where you're not able to complete the normal inspection process. Despite the announcement of the appraisal flexibilities that you referred to earlier, in most places, the traditional process sort of carried on, and that included both an interior and exterior inspection of the property. And as I said, it carried on, but with a lot of new inspection protocols. So we saw things like appraisers screening occupants, you know, asking if anyone had been exposed or had symptoms or things like that. We saw appraiser attire change, right? Masks, gloves, and protective footwear sort of became standard fare for the appraiser going to a property. I even heard of one firm where they isolated all their appraisers from each other so that if one of them got infected, it wouldn't shut the whole company down. So a lot of adaption to the COVID. And then during the inspection, we heard a lot of protocols change as well. A lot of appraisers were asking, can you make sure all the doors are open and all the lights are on when I'm there to minimize that surface contact the appraiser would have to have while at the property? So COVID didn't really stop all the property inspections, but it certainly changed the way that they happened. And then when there wasn't an inspection, when one of the flexibilities was being used, the appraiser had to adjust to gathering that information in a different way not the way they were used to by visiting the property. And that was very different. I mean, we haven't really used exterior-only appraisals in origination for quite a while, and we never used desktops for origination before. So appraisers had to adjust to getting the data and not just making assumptions about property features like condition and size, et cetera. So they had to rely on MLS listings, Google Earth. We heard 
use of FaceTime was quite popular. And then, of course, there were lots of third-party apps that popped up designed to, to help with this problem as well. And I think Tanya's going to touch on that a little later. On the lender side, new challenges, right? I think first and foremost, especially before the flexibilities were announced, was the question of how do I even get an appraisal done? You know, I'm a lender, but what if the homeowner doesn't want anybody coming in the house? What if I can't find an appraiser who's willing or able to go in, right? And early on, I think we forget this now, but there was even debate in some areas as to whether appraisal was an essential service. Now, eventually in most areas, appraisal was definitely included as an identified essential service, but that wasn't universally true. There were areas where, at least for a certain period of time, the appraisal really couldn't be done or no inspection could be done, right? So a lot of challenges, and we saw uh, that caused a lot of delays in processing and a high percentage of appraisals went on hold early on in the process. Then came the announcement of the flexibilities, and that meant lenders had to adopt and change their systems and processes to allow for something new and different, something other than the traditional report they had always been receiving and processing. And that certainly was no small feat, given how ingrained those processes are for most lenders. Thanks, Danny. I have to say the idea of a FaceTime appraisal strikes me as kind of funny, so I don't know if I'm the only one. But in all seriousness, that's a lot of chain in a short period of time. So how do you think the appraisal community has adapted? You know, overall, given the context of this extreme and unprecedented time that we're in, I think you have to give the appraisers really high marks. You said exactly what I was thinking. They faced a lot of change in a really short period of time. You think back to the GSEs announcing their flexibilities, and then just a few days after that, the VA and the FHA also announced their flexibilities. And then on top of that, you had lenders with their own protocols for portfolio loans, And all of those had similarities, but they were also different. They weren't identical. And so the appraisers had to process a lot of information really in a short period of time, a couple of weeks, all this information came out sort of together, right? And what we found when we look at the reports that have been submitted and the quality that we're getting, the appraisers, again, overall high marks. For the lenders, I think their real challenge was changing operations, right? If nothing else, COVID really highlighted just how ingrained the current processes are. You know, we've processed appraisal reports the same way for a long time. And adopting to something other than the traditional process required system changes. And that had technological challenges and operational challenges. But most adopted. We saw adoption of the appraisal flexibilities, at least to some degree, by every lender that we looked at. Thanks, Danny. I'd love to turn to Tanya now and ask, what steps has Freddie Mac taken to help alleviate these impacts that Danny just described? Great question. If you rewind back to you know early February and March, as information started to come in from our ongoing engagements with our clients, our lenders, as well as appraisers, we started to hear about safety concerns uh, with all face-to-face interactions. And as a result, we quickly mobilized and took action. Under the direction of FHFA, we ended up partnering with Fannie because we knew we had to come up with a holistic approach. And we really took a close look at the appraisal process to determine what changes could be made to allow appraisers to continue to appraise homes while protecting the health and safety of everyone involved. And as a result, we announced specific flexibilities that included, as Danny mentioned, the use of a desktop appraisal for eligible purchase transactions. And in essence, a desktop appraisal allows the appraiser to complete the analysis and development from their desk, leveraging third-party data sources like MLS as an example. 
The flexibilities also allowed the use of drive-by appraisals on eligible rate term refinance transactions. And this particular appraisal required the appraiser to complete an exterior inspection of the subject property, as well as leverage third-party data to support their conclusions. We also had to make appraisers, had to make changes to the appraiser's scope of work and the required limiting conditions that really allowed the appraisers to do their job safely while adhering to the uniform standards of professional appraisal practice, or, or as known as USPAP in the industry. In addition to those appraisal-specific changes, we also announced a limited expansion of our automated collateral evaluation tool called ACE. And what ACE does is it assesses the value, condition, and marketability of the property using large swaths of data, big data, multiple models and algorithms, in essence, relieving the lender from having to get an appraisal. And of course, with ACE, besides addressing you know, the obvious challenges related to the face-to-face interaction, because ACE is automation, you don't need to have an appraiser go into the home. The ACE for us also addressed another challenge that the industry is experiencing today, which is the significant pressure on the demand for appraisal services. You know, we have seen a huge spike in overall industry volume due to the record-breaking interest rates. The lowest rates since Freddie Mac has started to track them in 1971. So we see similar record-breaking trends looking at appraisal volume that's submitted to the Uniform Collateral Data Portal, or called UCDP. And those appraisal volumes have surged about 43% if you compare the first half of last year to the first half of this year obviously putting a strain on the relatively fixed number of practicing field appraisers, which has been hovering roughly at about 40,000 practicing appraisers submitting appraisal reports to UCDP over the last six years. So for many of our clients, the use of ACE as a risk management tool has really contributed in significant ways to keep their mortgage manufacturing process moving and keeping borrowers safe. Thanks, Tanya. ACE is really a great example of how we've been able to help the industry during this time. But what other kinds of technology solutions do you think, or based on client feedback, have been most impactful? And, you know, subsequently, how can Freddie Mac improve on these solutions, including ACE going forward? Well, I'll kind of go back to, you know, if you ask our clients from a client's lens, I do think that most would undoubtedly say that ACE has been the most impactful offering. Loans that leverage ACE have saved consumers over $340 million in appraisal fees over the last six months. And that's based on loans that have been delivered to Freddie Mac. That's a Um, lot of money. That is a lot of money, yes. In addition, these loans have saved the lenders about 10 to 15 days in cycle times, improving the lender's ability to support these higher volumes that they're experiencing today and really helping with that throughput, right? Being that efficiency. And then from a Freddie Mac lens, we are, you know, maniacally focused on risk, risk management. That's really important to us. So we're always looking for opportunities to leverage data that's curated from multiple sources, combining that data with algorithms and models to assess risk in a very consistent manner that helps remove some of the subjectivity and manual errors that occur in traditional risk management underwriting processes. We're a risk management company, so for us, our success depends on understanding the risks we're taking and continue to take in these changing environments. That's why we've been monitoring and will continue to monitor performance of things like ACE real time, as well as performance of loans leveraging ACE. And so far, we've been very pleased with the results. 
That's great. So do you see a long-term impact from infusing this technology into the appraisal process during the pandemic? Do you think this is going to go beyond the pandemic? Great question. I think to me, the silver lining to this you know, horrible crisis that we're going through has been really the inertia, which has propelled many appraisal management companies, as well as appraisers and lenders to develop and adopt new tools. Danny had mentioned the use of technology for appraisers and AMCs. We've seen many native and progressive mobile apps that are now available in the market, allowing an appraiser to get an inside look at a property in lieu of a physical inspection. And an appraiser who uses this type of application, mobile app typically, can basically send a request to the homeowner on their mobile device. The homeowner is guided to answer some questions and take some required pictures. And then that appraiser can, in an automated fashion, receive all the results and can consider that information in the development of their report. For us at Freddie, we're always looking at ways to continue to improve the appraisal process, not just ACE, but the appraisal process as well and all the opportunities to leverage the technology in automation. You know, opportunities to improve the level of analysis, as well as understanding the risks with doing things differently, maybe, and then developing appropriate risk mitigation strategies for those new risks. So for me, I'm supporting a very cautious and continued expansion of digital tools and risk assessments can really provide tremendous benefits not just from an efficiency cost or cycle time point of view, but also better risk management. So, you know, I'm excited about the future. Absolutely. I think it's safe to say that this pandemic has definitely given our industry a crash course in the benefits of digitization and automation. Danny, do you have any final thoughts you want to add before we close out this session? Again, I think huge change in a short period of time, right? You know, we probably made more changes in three weeks there in March to policy and and whatnot than we would typically make in a couple of years, right? But I'm really excited about how this has propelled the technology and the tools that we see popping up. And I think it's really good news for the future of appraising. And as Tanya said, you know, we're all about risk management. I mean, that's why we get appraisals. And to see these tools pop up that can make the appraiser more efficient and make the appraisal more reliable, that'll be to everybody's benefit. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to bringing you guys back in a few months to hear what new things you've come up with since this conversation. So thanks for joining me today. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends. Thank you for listening to the special edition 2020 Freddie Mac Connect Conference episode of the Home Starts Here podcast. After the conference, stay tuned and subscribe to catch exclusive interviews with key industry leaders and experts. Home Starts Here is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. We appreciate you rating, reviewing, and sharing with your network.